The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Thunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terror Guard. Once upon a very good adventuring team. The gang fought oozes. They won and they get a crazy vision of a god being released from torture. They tell Fauna and Mike about what happened. They have accepted the quest to slay the Hodag, and we rejoin them as they enter the dungeon. You enter from the south into this dungeon area. You find yourself in a large, I don't know what that would be, teal perhaps, rectangular room. You are faced by 12 statues of um, two different kinds of monsters, both facing towards the center. Kind of looks like a dragon and a big face. I'm not really sure what they are. I've never actually really been sure what they are. Uh, To the west and east, you see two open doors leading to different rooms. And to the north, you see a room with a big old keyhole. Or sorry, a door with a big old keyhole in the center of it. For anybody following along at home, what they have entered, I'm trying a new thing here, is the original Nintendo Entertainment System's Legend of Zelda, the first dungeon. I'm just fucking straight up pirating that shit, making it into a fucking D&D dungeon. Let's see how this works. It might suck 100%. Might might be stupid. I don't know. I kind of I kind of statted out the monsters on my own, and here we all are. So, what? would you guys like to do? I'm gonna go up and try this locked door. You try the locked door, and it's locked. I hit it with my hammer. Hmm. Uh, you bash it with your hammer, and, uh... uh, Just doesn't do anything. You you hear a loud ringing as the metallic door resists your damage. Alright. Alright, let's split up. Perfect. I like that. (laughs) Go up to one of these statues... And hit this dragon statue right here. No, well, I'm standing in front of it. Oh. No, no. No, no. I'm a, I'm a, Oh, yeah. Okay, there we are. And hit this dragon statue. You uh, you hit it. And unfortunately, there is no effect. What's this other statue? It's like a big dude's head kind of thing. Oh, he looks horrified. He does look horrified. And the other guy kind of looks like he's laughing. Mm-hmm. Well, east or west, fellas. Peter, put your hand in its mouth. Put my wiener in its mouth. It bites it off. <laughs> oh no. You do have the plot rod. No wiener for Peter. No Peter for Peter. <laughs> Let's go through the door. Let's go through the west door. Through the west door you go. Uh, uh, Wait, look at, let me look at my save screen. Wait, where'd you guys? Did you save his map? Yeah. No way. Are you fucking serious? Did you really screenshot it? No. Piece of shit. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) 
You move one room to the west, and you see three bats flitting about. Flappy, flappy, flappy. Anybody have a boomerang? I have a crossbow. I'll shoot the nearest bat. Well then, let's roll some initiative here. Do, do, do. Add a turn for each of you guys. Um, and do we want to name these? There's going to be a lot of naming if we do this, but we certainly can. Um, we should... Take turns naming. Okay. This one, um, naming each one? Name or... the whole room. Okay. is the closest one to you. Now, why don't you guys all give me some initiative rolls. 14. Uh, six. Three. Since I'm at full health, can I shoot out a hammer from my hammer? <laughs> Be so fucking cool if you did. With that cool noise. Boo. This, uh, this whole thing is going to be like almost all fucking combat, by the way. So, grab... Grab hold of your asses, kids. Make sure your butts don't fall off. Grab hold of your asses. All right. So, uh, Fjorten, by the way, you should recover the rest of your hit points. Thank you. And the first thing that's going to happen is Peter, conveniently, uh, are you still going to fire that bow? I am going to fire that bow. And that's a 10. A 10 is not enough to hit the keys closest to you named Iomi. Yeah. Keys is Zelda speak for bat, by the way. Iomi sees that you have fired. I actually thought about just doing it like the original thing and just having them like move randomly and only attack you if they got close enough. And I was like, <laughs> nah, you guys will just walk all over this shit. Uh, so you're the one that fired that shit. So Iomi gets close to you. Iomi is going to try to bite you. That is a 23. Oh. Which will do seven piercing damage. These guys are not the pushovers you expected them to be. They are not. What a butthole. A butthole. Geezer. Geezer's going to fly all the way over to Jeff and is going to make a similar attack. That's going to be a 11, which I think misses. That misses. And then we move over to Fjorten. Bing. Diagonal. That would still be in disengaging range, correct? Yes, uh, yeah, the wanna. eight squares around a character are all melee range. The eight squares around a character with a five-foot reach are melee range. Dungeons & Dragons is about being specific. We are going to reach out and... Touch someone. That's the plan, yeah. My great axe be a 14. A 14 will hit. You're hitting Iomi? I'm hitting Iomi. Four. Seven. Seven damage is done to Iomi. Anything else on your turn? Uh, nope. Ozzy gets a turn. Let me just measure real quick. Oh yeah, they got more than enough. They're gonna fly over and they're going to attack Jeff. Or a six, that's gonna miss. Over to Jeff. I'm going to swing at Iomi. Swing away. Hey, you know what, I'm gonna get enraged too. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, I hate bats. Uh, 10. A 10 is a miss. No es bueno. Yomi flutters around your head in a confusing way. Swing again. 11. 11 is still a miss. I'm so mad. You did at least try to attack, so your rage continues. We begin round two with Peter. Um, I will... Oh, will you now? I'm going to strike Lomi with my longsword. That's a 17. A 17 is a hit. That would be 11 damage. Uh, the plus 8 is only if you got a critical hit. Oh, sorry. Uh, 3 damage. <laughs> <laughs> 3 damage is done. Iomi is down to very nearly bloodied. Anything else on your turn? That'll do it. Iomi is going to try for retribution. And with a 23 is going to hit you, I believe. That will be three damage for you. Geezer. Geezer's going to try for Jeff. And with a 21 hits, 
Oops, throwing that right out of the bucket. That's going to be five damage for you. For me? Uh, yes. And Fjorten, it's over to you. Oh. Well, with Jeff being out front again, we're going to go a different route and we're going to go ahead and give him guidance. Ooh. And that will just give you the target. You can get a 1d4 and add it to a number rolled ability check of your choice. Die before or after the ability check. Bop, bop, bop. You bop, consider yourself bop. guided. Bop, bop, bop. Is attack an ability check? It is not. No, I'm actually I'm probably useless at the moment, but don't worry. You'll figure out what to do with that. Do, 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 do. Anything else on your turn? I think cantrip was... That was it. Cool. Ozzy gets to go next. Ozzy's going to attack our good friend Jeff. And that's going to be an 11, or sorry, a 12, and that's going to be a miss. And Jeff, it's back to you. Swinging at Iomi. Uh, 16. A 16 is enough to hit. 15 damage. Oh, you smash this bat from the sky. They fly across the room, smack into the wall, and slowly slide down. Nice. We'll try to do the same to Ozzy. All right. 19. 19 is enough to hit Ozzy. 15. A grand total of 15 is enough to do a shitload of damage, but not enough to kill. Ozzy still stands, though bloodied. Ozzy flaps one arm. Mm-hmm. Anything else on your turn? Nope. Round three begins with Peter's actions. Or action, technically you only get one action. Uh, I'm going to shoot Ozzy with Mondays, and that would be a 17. Looks like somebody's having an attack of the Mondays. Wow. For seven. Seven damage is exactly what you needed to kill Ozzy on that 17, which was a hit. Ozzy is struck from the air, and only Geezer remains. Anything else on your turn? That'll do it. Geezer is going to attack Jeff. They're going to get a... Uh, what is that? That's an 18, which I think hits. It does. And they're going to do... Oops, they're going to keep dice in the tray. Oh, a maximum damage of eight to you. Cut in half or no? Mm-hmm. Sorry, four because uh, of the rage, because this is just uh, piercing damage, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, and over to Fjorten. I'm going to go up, and I'm going to the left to give Jeff some advantage. Yeah. Next hit. If you it comes get that a, advantage. It comes around to that. Get, it. get that. Fucking, you get that advantage. You get it from one side, I'll get it from the other. Get <laughs> And then I'm slapping at a bird. A night bird for 13. Uh, 13 is exactly what you needed to hit. Go ahead and do some damage. Doing some damage for... Two damage is done to this keys. So good at damage. Anything else on your turn? No, not on my on turn. On your turn. Jeff, it's your turn. I swing my big, huge hammer. 25. 25's a hit. 11. 11 is good. <laughs> uh, we'll hit him again with the hammer. Good. 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 28. 28 is a critical. 17, 21, I get all those. 21, that's almost enough to kill a fresh one of these outright, and it's definitely enough to knock this geezer from the sky. I smash yes. its body, it detaches from its wings, and the wings are comically <laughs> The wings flap for like three more flaps before they fall. Sweet. Uh, as this happens, you smash the last keys out of the air, and do-do-do-do-do. A key appears in the room on the wall, or floor rather, kind of a couple feet away from you. Nice. And there you go. Probably don't need that. Yeah. We beat this dungeon, guys. We have done it. <laughs> uh, is this all we get for treasure? Guess we should just get out of here. Yeah. One key. Anything else? Nothing else in this room that we're looking around? This stone room? You scope around and find nothing else in oh, this man. room worth anything. All right. Um... I would like both, I would like both um, Peter and Jeff to hit one of these statues. At the same time? No, just one each. I'm going to save you some trouble there. You can bash these things all day long. 
Oh, oh, unless you're holding that rod. I'm holding this rod because I would like a total Zelda heart to come out. Like when you smash a pot. Fucking A. All right, man, you... Uh, Do a little... Let's say, all right, give me a, give me a D20 roll between uh, uh, Jeff and Peter. Uh, 19. 20. Excellent. I'm glad it was you, Jeff, because uh, this thing pops out and you regain... 10 hit points nice as this heart pops out and you're like what the fuck is this and you pick it up and it like absorbs into you and you're like jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) and then you feel better and you're like oh oh oh, okay i guess that that's cool i feel refreshed should we head to the east room before we unlock that door yeah you have found it hang on one second i just got a mark down in the plot points Uh oh i see what's in here I'm going to run back out. (laughs) Flee! (laughs) No, thank you. I didn't have my foot all the way in. Sweet. I had to log what the plot point was. Uh, Okay, so you guys are going to go to the room to the east? We're going? Nope. To the room to the east. Changed our mind. No, I'll get in there. Oh, fine. (laughs) All right. Shuffle your way into the room. As you enter this room, you see that there are directly ahead of you it is amazingly enough the same exact outer dimensions as the previous room very large in fact you know i didn't even actually measure what these were i assumed that each square in a zelda dungeon would be five feet so these rooms are 55 by 30 so anybody wondering what a uh, dungeons and dragons version of a legend of zelda nes game room would be it's 55 feet by 30 feet a goodly sized garage yeah one would say You could put a nice shop in there, maybe park a lawnmower in it. You enter this room and you see directly ahead of you a 15-foot wide and 10-foot deep uh, pillar, essentially, that is blocking your view of most of the room. Though for some reason you get an almost overhead view of the room in your mind. And you see that uh, there are five skeletal monsters in here. Skeletal monsters with swords, and I've always kind of assumed shields, but I've never been 100% sure. Maybe it's just two swords? I think it's two swords. Yeah. I believe these are called Staphlos, and they are wandering in the room. They haven't noticed or paid attention to you yet, but they are here. And so these pillars, do they go all the way up to the ceiling? Oh, they go all the way up. They give us cover? They do. And they are impassable. Okay. Let's do it. Is it time to fight? What's the worst that could happen? Should I just run up and hit one? You know, I, I will give you guys a little bit of a clue if you hadn't picked this up before now. I feel like, uh, I feel like Jerry's picking this up a little bit. Uh, this is intended to be more like a classic D&D dungeon crawl where you guys are... Um, I, I like I'm trying to wear you down. Like it's a resource battle at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, if you leave the dungeon, I'm just going to flat out tell you all the monsters repopulate. Uh, so you got to kind of do this all in one go. So mm-hmm. pace yourselves. I probably shouldn't be telling you that, but I am, I feel like it's only fair to tell you this because every other fight you guys have done has been one and done. And then basically you can long rest. This is not that way. Why can't we long rest in here? You can try. You can. Please take note of the tone of my voice when I say, (laughs) you can. You can long rest in here if you want to. Uh, Sounds like a good idea, I guess, guys. (laughs) Let's just rest in the skeleton room. Well, before we've killed them. (laughs) Yeah. All right. You guys want to start a fight in here? Because I'll get this uh, initiative thing rolling. Let's roll it. We're doing it, huh? Okay. After all that information, we're still, still, still going. Okay. All right. It is now going to be Peter's turn to do some naming. Broils. I don't know how to spell that, so I'm just going to guess. Uh, Olivia. Peter. Walter. All right. No Peter. That's going to get confusing. Why can't we have two Peters? This is Peter without an N. Okay. Peter without an N. How many do we need? Uh, you need one more. Walter. Uh, then it's we Walter with an H. <laughs> Walter, it's Walter with an N. Uh, then uh, Charlie. Sweet. Okay, so let me just do a quick roll of some of some rolls, 
And you guys give me an initiative roll. Ooh, yes. Uh, 12. Fjorten? 22. 22. 17. 17. Start back over at round one. Sort by descending. And that leaves Fjorten with his massive 22. Massive. Um, how high did you say the uh, pillars are again? I apologize. How- Floor to fucking ceiling. Which is how tall? Um, how tall would the ceilings be in this place? I'm going to say that the ceilings in this place are... They look pretty tall. Okay. I'm going to go with 20 feet. All right. That's all I need to know there because I am going to cast... Da-da-da. I didn't ask how big the room was. I said I cast fireball. <laughs> I cast spider climb and I give it to Peter. Ooh. What is this? Spider climb until the spell ends. One willing... Are you willing to be in? Yeah. Okay. One willing creature you touch gains the ability to move up, down, and across vertical surfaces and upside down along ceilings. Cool. While leaving its hands free, the target also gains climbing speed equal to its walking speed. Whoa. Spider Peter. Spider Peter. Does does whatever whatever Spider Peter does. Can it shoot webs out of its head? Yes, it can. It's a spider, Peter. <laughs> Watch out. Here it's comes spider, Peter. <laughs> that had two toads to it. <laughs> I didn't know we had a horn suction. <laughs> that would almost sound like... Yep. Well, we can do something with that. That's really exciting. <laughs> that makes boy excited about a fight. Okay. We need more fight fart mark. Yeah, fart mics. Okay, so Peter is capable of now walking up and down walls and ceilings. How long, how long does this last? Um, concentration up to one hour. Whoa, that's a long time. Do you know what I keep forgetting to do every fucking time is making your concentration, like, shaken if you get attacked and take damage? I keep forgetting to do that. I've been careful to avoid that possibility. Yeah, you have been. Mm-hmm. Cool, Fjordan. Anything else on... Your tizern. My tizern? No. I'm actually going to stay here. Like a coward. Spider Peter. Spider Peter. It's not your turn, but it will be. Broils. Uh, what's Broils going to do? I think Broils... I think I think he's just going to wander... Let me, pick a, let me pick a direction. Broils is going to wander over to there. Olivia is also going to wander, because you guys haven't attacked yet, so, you know, they're not quite up in your biz. Uh, Olivia's just going to hold still, and then Jeff, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to get enraged at the sight of these disgusting skeletons. Mmm, gross. <laughs> uh, get some meat, God. So I'm going to go up to Broyles here and give him a swing. Swinging at Broyles. 13? 13 is a hit. 11 damage. 11 damage is enough to take Broyles down to exactly the wrecked mark. Let's hit him again. Hit him again! 18 is a hit. 12. 12 damage is enough to destroy Broyles. Oh. Well. Adios, Broyles. Peace out, B-Dog. I'm going to move forward just a little. Cool. That's it. Spider Peter, it's your turn. What are you going to do with your turn? I guess I'll just climb. I can climb up any of the walls or just the pillars, or what can I do? You, you, can, <laughs> you can climb up anything. You're Spider Peter. Cool. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Oh, imagine okay. if you like pooped on the wall sideways, but it would just like flop against the wall and go down slowly. Or... Bonus action I can throw throw poop. <laughs> so in the uh, other D&D game that I'm running right now, I gave somebody's uh, animal companion the ability to spectrally poop on people and it distracts them and makes them have disadvantage. Uh, that's something worse than being ghost pooped on. Yeah. You imagine it's a big ghostly hawk and it ghostly poops on people. Makes me really happy. Does it ghostly smell too, or? Uh, it is distracting. I've never been clear on which sense that affects, but yeah, you could say it smells. I like to think whenever I trip on like the sidewalk, it's spectral poop. Yeah, poop. I just, I don't know why, but I just imagine it's poop that smells like a little bit like marshmallows or something like that. Marshmallows, huh? <laughs> okay. I'm into that. Anyway, I'm going to shoot Olivia 
with my bow. Did you run up to the ceiling, by the way? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I climbed up the wall, and I'm, I'm way up there. Shoot Olivia. I'm gonna shoot her with, uh, I don't know if skeletons are afraid of Mondays, but she's gonna get some Mondays. Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. 16. Meow. That's a hit. That would be for seven piercing. Seven piercing damage is done to them bones. I really want someone to like, like shoot an arrow and it like plays xylophone on the bones. <laughs> Walter. Walter now sees that attacks are being made and Walter's like, well, I'm not standing for this shit. Walter really only sees Jeff as a viable target because Peter's on the ceiling and Fjorten's hidden behind a pillar. 5, 10, 15, 20 feet. Walter is going to try to bone you. <laughs> Actually, Walter is going to do one of two things and I'm going to randomly decide which one. Oh, Walter's going to claws. And that's a 23. That's a hit. So with a claw... There is not just damage, which is going to be 2d4. I fucking hate rolling 2d4s. <laughs> 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 uh, Tootie. Uh, that is going to be a total of nine slashing damage to you, which uh, would be cut down to four. And then I'm going to need you to make a DC 10 constitution saving throw. And shit's going to get real real if you fail. That worked. Oh, dead? Yeah, I see it. Oh, okay. 17? Yeah. A 17 is enough to succeed. You are not paralyzed for one minute. Oh, God. Ooh. Yeah, yeah it's, fucking, it's fucking real, man. One minute. Charlie scoots over to Jeff. That was a very fast, fast uh, skeleton. Scooty scoot. Uh, they are gonna just do a bite attack against you. I don't know why they would do a bite attack. I just kind of stole a different monster's stats and applied it to this, so... But that bite is a mere eight, and so they miss. We move on down to Peter. Peter without an N. I'm going to shoot Olivia again. No, what's not an N. your turn. Without oh. an N. Sorry. He warned you about this. <laughs> <laughs> You might say you heard someone say this would be confusing. Anyway, top of round two, we move over to Fjorten. Fjorten, tell me what you're going to do about all these skillets. Oh, man, these skillets are really skeleton around. I don't, I don't think I ever mentioned this, but there was a time where I was watching a, a video about Minecraft where they were doing one of the, like, the mob farming things, and it was this Russian guy, and he kept calling the skeletons skillets. And he was beating them with a piece of meat in this little mob farmer. And he's like, oh, these skillets don't like the meat. I beat them with the meat. The skillets don't like it. That would bother me. It was pretty amazing. So skeletons were skillets for a long time. Anyway, I'm sorry. Please make your decision. No worries. Um, to cast a spell on someone, I probably have to. Oh, and I can't do that because I'm already doing a concentration spell. It would have been amazing if you'd have let Peter drop from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Oh, I forgot to concentrate on your spider climb. Mm -hmm. Spider Peter falls and dies. <laughs> Does Broke whatever. his neck. <laughs> Broke his neck. <laughs> Broke his neck. Now he's dead. <laughs> Broke his neck. Pooped his pants. Because that's what happens when you die. Watch out. Look out. Peter is fucking dead. Watch out. Peter crapped his pants. So, Fjorten, tell me about your turn now that you're not going to make Peter fall, break his neck, and crap his pants. I mean, you still could. It's on the table. It's on the table. Now I just know I'm doing it. You're right. Well, it's scary now that they know these things have uh, freaking paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Damn, nature, you scary. Yeah, damn, nature. You're scary. Don't really want to go near him. And that just really threw me off. Mm -hmm, All right. So I'll go up to the north of Jeff and... That's Charlie. Oh, north of Jeff, though. By Jeff. Yep. Or Jeff. By Jeff. And poison spray. Okay. Mm, Charlie. So he needs to make a... DC 14, consultation save. 
I don't know how much constitution these guys have. Oh, it's just a plus zero. So that's a 15, regrettably. Huh. They're not poisoned. What a butthole. Uh, they also have an immunity to being poisoned, by the way. So I'm going to... All right. Moving on to Olivia's turn. Olivia is frightened and confused by Peter crawling across the ceiling and is going to just wander because they can't see... Any combatants right now? So I need to find a D8 to decide cardinal direction. And they are going to wander over to this space. Jeff, it returns to your turn. The decision lies with you. Must be Charlie closest to me, right in front of me. Yes. We'll swing at Charlie. Big swing in Charlie. 12. A 12, unfortunately, is... Oh, no, I'm kidding. A 12 is a hit. 11. 11 damage. You do half of the damage needed to kill Charlie. We'll hit him again. Hit him again. 24. That's a hit. 15. 15 damage. <laughs> you bring up your two-handed warhammer and in a great double axe handled style blow, you just turn this fucking Charlie into bone dust. And the bone meal. And the bone meal, that was probably the... I should have gone with bone meal. But I like bone dust, though. Good bone. Get your dusty bones out of my bone. Anything else on your turn? No, I'll stand pat. Stand pat. fans i didn't see you there how is your corner of the world today mine's pretty good but i gotta tell you i haven't really slept in like three days so we're gonna keep this short in fact i'm gonna keep it so short by just saying thank you thank you thank you to everyone who listens to the show we're slowly creeping up on a hundred thousand downloads i would have never guessed we would get anywhere near that it's not a lot you know nothing compared to the big names and all that but you know, nobody's quitting their day job and all that, but, uh, you know, we're mighty flattered that so many folks have taken the time to listen through, and well, we hope you've been as entertained listening as we have been playing. And that's it. Let's get back into the action. Up on the ceiling, upside down, spider climb. What would you like to do? Now I'd like to shoot Olivia. Shoot Olivia with your bow. Makes a cat sound when you shoot. Meow. 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 That would be a 16. A 16's a hit. 11. Ooh, that's a meow. <laughs> 11 is a goodly amount of damage. Olivia is brought well below the bloodied mark. What else would you like to do? That's up. That's enough. Walter, on Walter's turn, Walter the Staphlos will try to attack Jeff uh, with a, what is that, a 13? I think that's going to be a miss. Uh, yes. Okay. Losing, losing my damn mind. Well, couldn't have gone far. Peter, on their turn, Peter without an N. I shoot Olivia. I'm kidding. I really want you to go to like a Starbucks, you know, someday when we can go to Starbucks and things like that again and order a coffee and just be like, when they ask for your name, be like, it's Peter without an N. <laughs> and it'll be just our luck. That'll be somebody that actually listens to VGAT and they'll be like, oh my God. Oh my God. Me too. I don't know what I would do. If you met a real fan in real life. Yeah. Be like, <laughs> why do you listen? What the fuck is wrong with you? Take my money and my coffee and go away. <laughs> I have, I mean, honestly, like if I ever met like a really big celebrity, I like, I wouldn't, I just imagine like, God, it's gotta be fucking annoying for people to like always be up in your grill asking for selfies and stuff like that. Like the most I would ever want to do, like if I saw somebody, like I just imagine like being in an airport it would just be like, give them the look like, Hey, I recognize them, but like walk past them and like try to give them a high five and then just keep on living my life. Like that would be enough. When I was working at that cigar store years ago, Matt Dillon came in and uh, 
like I recognized him right away and I was like, oh, this is like famous dude. Also the fact that he had like an assistant with him was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is kind of a giveaway that you're not your run of the mill, whatever. Is he in Sharknado? Was he in all those films? I honestly, I don't even know what I've even seen the dude in, but, um, but like he came in and I just helped him get his cigars and didn't do anything. And I didn't treat him, you know, any different was just like, here's stuff, here's things like, what do you like? Okay. If you like that, you'd probably like these three other things. This is, you know, light, medium and heavy sold him a bunch of cigars. And then we got up to the counter and I was like, let me see your ID. <laughs> and he kind of just smiled at me and handed the ID and I was like, mm-hmm, and handed it back. <laughs> and that was all I made mention of it. It was just like, I just kind of want to confirm. Yep, that's you. I, I got to hold Matt Dillon's driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> and then I gave it back and didn't say a fucking word and he left. <laughs> yeah, decent enough guy. Shorter and hairier than I thought, but a decent guy. <laughs> I just assume all famous people are like completely smooth chihuahua yep <laughs> <laughs> like it's a, it's a requirement from the actors guild or something yeah. like and here's your lifetime waxing card that you <laughs> you, you, you must, must get use. smoothed every <laughs> <laughs> it's not even waxing they've got their own process called smoothing <laughs> time for the smoothing <laughs> actor smoothing once you hit a list movie mm-hmm. like if you're like your pay grade goes up to a certain amount it's you like, can't oh, be man. nominated for the oscars if your hair is so so long that's that's what the oscar is it's a symbol of the smoothing <laughs> <laughs> this is a smoothing award <laughs> mm, nobody's been smoothed better than you but yeah, Matt Dillon, nice guy. Very cool. Thumbs up to you, Matt Dillon, if Good you're job. listening. Good job, Matt Dillon. Hope you're listening to our podcast and don't remember me. You're, there's no way you'd remember. Anyway, on not Peter, Peter without an N, uh, on their turn. Did I even do anything for them yet? I did not. They're gonna do. They're gonna do some movement, and they are gonna go in this direction. Oh. <laughs> Bye, Peter. Because they're just fucking moving randomly. So Peter just decided to go away to the southeast. Olivia's wandering around underneath Peter. That's not confusing at all. And Walter's over by Jeff and Fjorten in the northern part of this room. Round three begins with Fjorten. Just seeing how Jeff is just crushing these individuals. Mm -hmm. To dust. To dust. To meal. Meow. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do the old across the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying mm-hmm. to give him a, a good little advantage next time. And do a little advantage attack myself. Excellent. We have a 12 or a 14. A 14 will hit. All right. We'll do that 14 then. You do that 14. You eat that concentrated 14. Make your wiener fall off. Mm, 14. <laughs> Four. Four. Excellent. Four damage is done to Walter. Four damage done to Walter. You know, I was thinking about how uh, I've made a comment several times. I think whenever I say top of the third or whatever, it makes me feel like a baseball announcer. You have. And it makes me feel like I should have more statistics for you guys. The way that like there's always the color commentary and then the stat guy. Walter coming in at five foot six. Before he died, he was a rapper. Nice. (laughs) I was thinking more for you guys of like the, uh, the like, Fjorten is 0 for 7 on critical hits this season. He's coming up to the plate, uh, swinging at a, uh, 400 average right now. He's gotten four singles this season and two RBIs. We just hand out like actual baseball scorecards like they do when they do a runner on second, runner on third, and they can fill it in as the game's going along. Uh huh. We just hand those out for us. That'd be pretty awesome, actually. Moving on to Olivia. Olivia is frightened and confused of Peter up on the ceiling. The world frightens and confuses me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just a caveman lawyer. Uh, I'm going to have Olivia. Olivia is going to move two squares to the south for a random movement. Jeff, it is over to you. Olivia's just down there with her sword. Ah! Ah! Who are you? I'll get you, Spider Peter. 23 on Walter. 23 to Walter is indeed a hit. Nine damage. Nine damage is so much damage, but not enough damage to kill with damage. Uh, 24. A 24 will hit. 10 damage. 10 damage is enough to finish the job. Walter crumbles and 
rattles into a pile of stupid bones. Look <laughs> at those dumb bones. Stupid ass bones. Dumb stupid bones. Get out of here, you dumb bones. bones. Wish you weren't so stupid. Are you going to move on your turn? No, we're good. All right. Hey, how's your humorous? Because it's hilarious to me. Oh! oh. oh. Bone jokes. Uh, Peter, we have a lot to offer here. <laughs> Big up. Uh, we're going on six hours. Six hours. The old bone joke. Top shelf bone jokes. <laughs> Get them while they're hot. Can't put my phalange on it, but they're funny. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, should have stayed out while uh-huh. I was mad. Ha Should have stayed out while I was a skull. <laughs> oh. Peter, tell me about... Your turn. I shot Olivia. I rolled 21 for hit, and then I rolled four for damage. Man, did you seriously roll four for damage? Because four is exactly the number of hit points that Olivia had, but doesn't anymore because she's dead now. No. She's extra dead. I mean, because she was a skeleton. Yeah, yeah, she was. She's dead undead. Undead dead? Sure. Extra dead. Yeah. Cool. Anything else you're going to do, Spider Peter? Uh, Spider-Peter is going to spider around the outside wall and just get somewhere over close to regular old Peter. You can crawl on the ceiling, too, by the way. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Fucking hey, That's cool. I'll do a little bit of that. So I'll just... I'm on the ceiling now. Yep. I've got your character token upside down to indicate that you're on the ceiling. I like that. <laughs> All right. That's what I did. Spider-Peter. Spider-Peter. I like the Spider-Peter business. Yeah. Now it's regular Peter's turn. He's not a spider. He's a skeleton. He's gonna attack Fjord. I can't do that fucking... That's anymore. I'm done with that. I'm fucking done with that joke. He sees Fjorten over there in a place where he can attack. He's going to roll a... He's gonna roll a seven. And so it's not even gonna hit you. Because you're fucking worthless. Just like a regular staffless. Here we are at the top of round four. Fjorten's coming up. He has never missed a hit the third Thursday after his mother's baked cookies. I'm going around Peter as he swings. Just just going around, never leaving his line of sight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're just going to do a replay because it's been going so well. Attacking with the great axe. Fucking right. Ooh, uh, 13. 13 is enough to hit. Oh. Thank gosh. Success. Great success. Do you know they're making a second Borat? Why yes, wouldn't they? I think it's already filmed. Yeah, I think so too. I'm excited for that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Eight. Eight damage. You don't like Borat? I fucking love it. It oh. just surprises me he's able to do that again. I thought you were surprised that I was surprised or I was excited to... I actually wish they would do another Dictator. I kind of like that movie too. I don't think that one was as good. Borat's a fucking classic though. When they use the word Aladdin for everything, <laughs> he never explained that, did he? Oh, he was uh, hit. That was his name. So then they just said everything was Aladdin. Ah, oh, oh Aladdin on her face and like stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Arch Morgan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. I don't even know if I watched it all the way through. Moving on down the road to Jeff. Tell me about your turn. Uh, we're gonna be hammering things here. Mm-hmm. What we're gonna do? That seems reasonable. So I'm gonna move down to Peter. Peter. And he's gonna get the hammer. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen is a hit. Thirteen. Thirteen damage is done. Peter is not quite dead. He's hanging on by a thread. Let me fix that for you, Peter. Twenty. Twenty damage is, however, enough to destroy, destroy, destroy this skeleton. And so you did. <laughs> suck it, Peter. Fucking suck it, Peter, you piece of shit. You garbage skeleton fucking trash. Well, it's not a skeleton. He's a Staphlos. I wonder if this is copyright infringement Dead fair loss. use. Well, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Join us again at Lake Jurgens for the fair use podcast. I wonder what the naming convention for Zelda monsters was. Are they Japanese words? Because like so many things, when they come across an ocean, they rename them for Americans. 
like all of the Toyotas, if you go to Toyota, to Toyota, if you go to Japan, all the names are like hummingbird. And, you know, like, I mean, they're really like gentle, usually fast inspired or birds or something like that or flowers. And then Toyota Penetrator. <laughs> <laughs> There's just one that's named that. It's like the smallest one. But then, yeah, like you come to America and they're like Corolla. Like, what the fuck does Corolla mean? That doesn't even sound Japanese. Although I don't imagine that that's what they were going for. But it sounds Italian. <laughs> I tried to hold it up. <laughs> it really felt like it snuck up on you. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, God. Not yeah. finger in the book. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> Get you every time. Okay. <clears throat> reeling back in, reeling back in. Having smashed the last Staphlos, you see from rattling around within their ribcage, another key, strangely identical to the first one that you saw, falls out and lands on the floor. I assume you guys actually picked up the first one, by the way. You didn't actually tell me you did that, but... Yeah, let's just assume we're picking up all the keys. But that makes a lot of sense to me that you would do that, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna... Assume. We gotta, we gotta say these things, I suppose. Yep, yep, yep. I pick up the key from the bone meal. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like the old school text adventures, like Zork. Pick up key, go west. I assume you go west, by we the go way. west. Back uh, to the original room. That's right. And at this time, I think um, Peter is still a spider. Peter is still a spider. Well, he's got a minute worth of concentration. He's probably going to want to come back down off that ceiling, though. I thought it lasts for an hour. I thought it was a minute. Where's the... It's back in the Check chat it here. It is for... Oh, it is concentration. So if you can concentrate up to an hour, yeah, you can still crawl around on the ceiling. Let me flip you back over. Uh-oh. I accidentally left the room. Concentration over. I just, <laughs> I well, you're still you. concentrating. You can concentrate from another room. From the ceiling and from the floor, Jeff, Peter, and Fjorten ski-daddle left. In other words, west. From the ceiling. One room. You are faced with a locked door. You may or may not have picked up resources that can help you deal with this door. I just look at the key, look at the lock, look at the key, look at the lock. Back Maybe at the we should key. try hammering it again. Think about the idea, look at mm -hmm. the lock, and I place the key in the lock and do a turn. Okay. The key magically disappears, and the door turns into an open door. Check this out. I even got this graphic ready. Boom! Oh. Now it's an open door, motherfuckers. It doesn't line up quite right, though. It makes me really mad. I know. That's what we need is the sound. But it'll just be in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh. Uh, Come on, guys. Oh, balls. Oh. <laughs> These skeletons. Let's uh, run past them. Well, we could. I mean, you can. Pretty slow. I know I can. I'm just gonna walk on the ceiling. <laughs> Spider Peter, fuck this combat. <laughs> Let's go see what's in the next room. You guys run on past because these things don't really, uh, don't really seem to bug you. Okay. Um, you get into the next room. You're in the third room from the entrance, and now you see that there are. So previously, by the way, we didn't even get to describing that the previous room was a large, the same size as every other room, room with a uh, two by 15 foot pillar. That's length and width, by the way. And there were three Staphlos in the previous room. Now you've made it one more room north and there are five Staphlos and two open doors, one going east, one going west. You've entered from the south. That's all the details. There you go. You're in the room, personal space. Jeff. What would you like to do? You should toss me onto one of them. Okay. Dwarf toss? Dwarf yeah. toss. I toss him at the one on the left. Oh, okay. Uh, before we get into it, let's do some naming. Uh, Josh, it's your turn. All right. Let's go with Ed. Jeffrey. I know what these are. Mm -hmm. Richard. David. Ted. Maybe I don't know. what. No, I think... Yeah. So, I'm going to need some rolls of initiative... 19. Jordan. 3. Jeff. 6. Alright. Do, do, do. One of those. One of these. One of these. And one more of those. It sounded like the 
trying to think what service it is, like Comcast or something, because it's like thinking. Oh, yeah, that's right. When they always have that beat off noise in the background. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll be right there, buddy. (laughs) Almost there. I've almost got an answer for you. (laughs) Looking up your account. Oh, your balance is so big. Oh, it's so big. All right. So we have rolled up some names. We've rolled up some initiative. We have, uh, in descending order, Richard and Peter, Ted, Jeff, Ed, David, Jeffrey, and Fjorten. We begin round one with Richard. Oh, we didn't get the surprise attack dwarf toss. Uh, Well, you guys can do that when it gets around to your turn, but it's going to happen, you know, in order. No, that's why I asked surprise attack. So it, yeah, wouldn't, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't have been. Okay. Okay, fine. Well, I mean, what's going to happen is Richard is going to pick just a random direction to move in because you haven't engaged with him yet. Uh, Richard moves a little bit to the northwest on that random movement. Peter, it is your turn. I'm going to shoot Ed. Shoot Ed. Shooting with Mondays. Meow. That's a, oh, that's a critical hit. Wow. <laughs> Vicious. That would be a 15. 15 damage to Ed. That is a very good amount of damage. Uh, Ed has been damaged uh, down to bloodied, but not wrecked. See you later. You're going to crawl up the ceiling? Um, yeah, might as well just get right in the middle of the room. Cool. All right, you are 20 feet in the air up on the ceiling. Ted's turn is next now that some hostile action's been taken. Ted's going to crawl forward and make an attack. And they're going to take the bite attack. And they're going to get a 12, which is not enough to hit. Jeff, it is your turn. If you want to toss the dwarf, you can toss the dwarf. Uh, yeah, I toss him at Ed. Toss it at Ed. I don't know. I've never actually really looked at dwarf tossing rules. I know a bunch of people have made them just because it's such a common trope in D&D. Uh, why don't you just give me a, a strength check? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Thankfully, Ed is only one square away. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to give it to you on that ten. Uh, you toss the dwarf. They hit Ed. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty low roll. You know, with a 10, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say that you hit Ed, you don't do any damage, but you knock him prone. So there's Ed tilted over. Suck it, Ed. Suck it, Ed. Ed the stupid skeleton. Staphlos, rather. Non-copyright infringing Staphlos monster. (laughs) It's a Starflos. Exactly. All right. Uh, You toss, you knock Ed prone. Anything else? On your turn. I'll call that an attack action, by the way, if you want to take a second attack. I'm being real generous here. <laughs> yeah, might as well take a swing at a <laughs> teddy there. Taking a swing at teddy. An excellent swing at teddy. That's a critical hit. So what is that? 24? <laughs> it's a damn good thing I did that because, man, you utterly obliterate Ted. Man, just like a wrecking ball. Running into the room, throwing friends, and smashing Staphylos. Ted is eliminated from combat. And any movement? Oh, I'm good. Cool. We go over to Ed. Ed is going to take their movement to stand up. And then they're going to roll one of these dice. That's going to be an 11, which will not hit Mr. Fjorton. David. David is going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Shimmy across the room, but not get anywhere effective. Uh, Jeffrey is going to make their way down to Fjorten and make an attack. That's going to be a 19, which I think hits. That will hit. Uh, They claws you. Uh, So you're going to take... Where's these fucking 2d4? Where's my other... There it is. Uh, that's five plus two is seven damage, and I'll need a constitution saving throw from you. Yikes. Uh, seven. So I'm going to do that real quick. Plus seven. I thought you rolled a seven. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Did you see that? I did your thing. No, no, no. That's good. I referenced you to you. 
All right, um, and with that, I also want to state with my Warcaster, I had advantage on constitution saving throws that make you, uh, that, that I can maintain my concentration spell as well. Excellent. Actually, technically, I need two constitution saving throws from you then. Yeah. So roll 4d20. Let's see what happens. <laughs> my concentration. Actually, I'm not going to make you roll the constitution saving. saving throw for concentration because I don't think you can fail it. With a plus seven. You didn't take very much damage. But good job remembering your Warcaster ability. Yeah, I had it just for that reason, because I was I figuring at some point you were going to say, hey, uh, remember what we got to do here? Why? I think I'm getting better. You're doing constitution. Oh, there it is. Okay. I was like, why can I not find my saving throws? Okay, number one is a 19 plus three, 22. Okay. So that's a success. You can, you can roll the other one for fun if you want, but... You're not paralyzed. Okay, that's good. And as an additional reward, you get to go now. It's your <gasps> turn. That is a fun additional reward. Isn't it? I'm going to do... It's like whenever you're playing poker with, like, wisecracking old uncle, and they're like, well, you won the deal. <laughs> pass you the cards. Oh, uncles. <laughs> I, miss, I miss playing family poker games, though. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do a thunder wave. Thunder wave. On Ed and Jeffrey. Okay. Ed and Jeffrey take the thunder wave. They're going to get a little bit, a little bit thunder wave. DC 14 constitution save. A Staphlos. It's just a plus zero. So it's whatever these dice roll. That's a 2 and a 16, so Ed fails, Jeffrey succeeds. Ed, taking the full 13 thunder damage, is destroyed, and you blow those bones across the room. Oh boy, do I. Jeffrey is going to take half the damage, that'll be a total of 7, and is not blown. Your thunder wave just whistles through his ribs and pelvis. And would you like to do anything else? On your turn. I never thought of whistling through a pelvis before. Mm-hmm. Strange thought. <laughs> that'd be my that'd be my uh, bluegrass band name, the Whistling Pelvises. It'd be a fart joke. That's a good joke. Mm-hmm. Solid joke. Okay, that would be um, it on my turn. I, I apologize. It'd be the whistling. So it'd be whistling an apostrophe instead of whistling pelvises, and they all dress up like Elvis. Whistling pelvises. Welcome to the stage now, the whistling pelvises. Very good. Uh, and you are done with your turn? Round two begins. We start with Richard. What are you going to give him, Richard? Richard, you are going to... 5, 10, 15, 20. You're going to make it down to Fjorten. Oh, wow. Closest combatant. He's going to try and claws you. That's a 17. Does that hit? That would hit. Okay, 17, that's going to be 2d4 damage. Plus 2 is going to be 7 damage for you again. Balls. And then I need that DC uh, 10 constitution saving throw. Excellent, you are not paralyzed. But that is 7, okay. And that moves it on down to Peter. Peter, what are you going to do from the ceiling? I'm going to shoot things. Excellent. Jeffrey is the only Staphlos who has taken damage. Uh, 13. A 13 is a solid hit with Mondays. Meow. Only got a four. Makes a gentle purr. Uh, you were shooting for Jeffrey? Yes. Jeffrey takes four damage. Campaign 2, episode 43, Spider-Peter, was released on October 11th, 2020.
Join us again next week for more ceiling climbing on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! We would have had to stop anyway. Good time for a break. <laughs> 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 <laughs>